Hello, and welcome to Let's Weigh In. I'm your host, Brogan, and this week we've got a little Q&A ready for you guys. I asked y'all some questions on Instagram, and I am going to answer them. But before we get into that, a little life update. So, for those of you guys that have been following my Instagram, or maybe I even talked about it on the podcast, I'm not sure, but... I'm going back to coaching my aerobics classes. So I've been a, a, an aerobics instructor with LA Fitness for the last 10 years. And for the last mm, three to four years, I kind of stopped coaching like Zumba and body works and Pilates and boot camp and stuff like that. And I just transitioned into only teaching HIT classes, which not every LA Fitness has a HIT studio. So you may not have heard of this before, but it's basically just like an Orange Theory class. You've got your treadmills, your bikes, your rowers, and then you have floor movements, and it's all timed, and it's really cool, and I, I loved it. So I coached that for like three to four years. My timeline is a little, I don't remember, I think it was like 2020 I started coaching those. It was just after, like we trained right before COVID. It was like a weekend-long training process, and then COVID hit, and we had to shut everything down, <laughs> and then we came back. But anywho, so I've been coaching that, and I kind of got away from Zumba and all that. However, LA Fitness canceled our HIIT classes. It was so sad. Like, I am so upset because not only did I teach them, but I took them. And often, I would coach them and take them at the same time. Difficult, but it was fun. Like, the members liked when I would jump into class, and, you know, I got a good workout out of it, so I loved it. But those classes are no more, and we are so bummed. But that means I also have to go back to teaching Zumba and Body Works and Pilates, which, I mean, I love Zumba. That was what I started coaching. I mean, that was just, like, why I started teaching. So, of course, I love it, and I taught it for eight years, and I miss it. So I am excited to get back to that. But at the same time, those classes are so much more time-consuming in life because, like, I have to constantly come up with new routines. I have to first off, rebuild my entire class because I haven't taught Zumba in like three or four years. So I forgot a lot of my routines. Thank God I posted them all on YouTube. So I'm like going back to YouTube and watching all my old routines and trying to remember them. But then of course, a lot of those songs are really old now. So I'm also trying to create some new stuff. I mean, it's just a lot. I taught my first Zumba class back yesterday and it actually went really well. My friend Max was in class, and he was, like, the comedic relief that we all needed because, I mean, it's not like he can't dance, but he can't dance, you know? So it was just really funny. So everyone, there was, like, seven people in class, and it was actually really, really fun. It was a good, like, first class to come back to, and it was, it was nice. However, everyone showed up, like, ten minutes late, so had I had the full hour, I don't think I would have had enough songs memorized, like, the routines be able to coach a whole class. So I still have some work to do this week. And then on top of that, I'm teaching body works again, starting tomorrow, actually. And that's another one I haven't taught in like three to four years. We're just going to kind of have to wing that one, see how it goes. I think I'll be fine. Um, I I coached that one for a while as well. So I mean, it's kind of like riding a bike, I think. You know, once you get back into it, you're fine. But coaching hit was just, it's very, very different from coaching body works and Zumba boot camp and all that stuff. So, you know, the hit classes are all designed for you. Corporate comes up with them. You don't have to really think. You just hit go on the class and you just coach it. Um, It's very difficult to coach, but once you get it down, it's super easy. So 
it's very interesting because, like I said, it's a lot more time-consuming right now, trying to get my classes together, and then constantly having to come up with new stuff. There's also just a lot more classes in general. Like, we only had a few hit classes a week to coach, but there's, like, you know, hundreds of aerobics classes that I could do every week. So it's just, it's a lot on my plate right now. And I also got hired with Crunch Fitness. So I'm trying to learn Crunch and LA Fitness are very different class formats. Like you've got Zumba and Body Works and all that stuff for LA Fitness, Pilates, yoga, cycling. But with Crunch, you have things called stacked. You have um, from the top, you have strong hit, you've got Tabata hit, you've got all these classes that I've never even heard of. So now I'm trying to learn all of their formats as well as get my other formats together. And it's literally all happening at once. Like this weekend, I coach a class called the Stacked Class. And uh, it's like cardio, Thai, kickboxing or something like that. Obviously, I still have to learn that one. Um, I did start kind of training and learning what Stacked is. I just need to put the class together. And it's the Crunch Fitness classes are all timer-based. So like I had to download the Seconds app and get my timers and thank God for our group fitness manager. Her name's Shar. She's friggin' amazing. So energetic. Her classes are awesome. I've been training with her and she's really helping me out. Um, so yeah, I'm going to coach a couple classes there this weekend that I need to learn the formats for. Like literally after this podcast, I'm going to go figure out what kickboxing is. And then Tuesday next week, I have to coach my first hit class for them. So a lot of, lot of classes going on right now and just very, very busy trying to keep up with all of that and trying to get it all together as well as my work schedule has been wild and all over the place. So just trying to do my own training plus recover from being sick after Nashville. Hopefully I don't cough during this podcast. I'm really holding it together here. If you hear me take like deep breaths, it's just me trying not to cough. No one needs to hear that all up in their ear. <clears throat> so lot going on right now, but it's all amazing stuff. Like I love it. I'm so excited to get back into coaching aerobic classes because, you know, I really got away from it, but coaching is like what I love. I love being able to help other people. I love bringing the energy into the class and getting that energy back. And it's just so much fun. So I'm really excited. It's just a lot of work right now. And so, I mean, I just, I don't have time for like anything else right now other than just coaching and figuring out myself and, oh, it's a lot. But I also wanted to update you guys on my progress. I've actually been getting a lot of DMs about my progress and like people saying like, oh my God, I really see that you're slimming down. Like I see you're toning up. Oops, sorry, I just hit the mic. And I just wanted to share with you like how that's actually working. So first off, as you guys know, I did get my IUD out. That's actually one of the questions that I'm going to answer today that you guys asked me, so I'll get more into that later. But I do think that has been playing a big role in some of the slimming down. But even more than that, I have completely changed up like how I eat, when I eat, and my training style. So as far as eating goes, I've mentioned on here before, I have been doing the intermittent fasting. So basically, you just fast. I aim for at least 17 hours every day. So like yesterday, I stopped eating at 4.30 p.m. Like that was my last meal. And it's now 9.30 in the morning. No, sorry, it's 10 a.m. And like I could eat right now. I could, I was done eating, like done fasting at 9.30 in the morning. But like I'm not ready to eat yet, so I'm going a little longer today. But like the goal is about 17 hours a day. 
and most people stop eating at like 8.30 p.m. and then don't eat until like 2.30 p.m. the next day. But like I prefer to have all my meals earlier in the day than later. So I mean really you could do however you want. I have an app that I use so that I can like track when I stopped and started because, you know, your girl's forgetful. But that has been making a huge difference. And the first like month or so of intermittent fasting, it's difficult. You're like hungry and you're like, oh my God, struggling. And when you finally get to eat, you eat a lot and that's okay. You're supposed to do that. But then like after about a month of it, you really get used to it. Like I'm not even hungry when I'm not supposed to be eating. And then when I am supposed to be eating, like a little meal fills me up. Like lately I've been doing sometimes one meal a day. Like on Sunday, I just had my one meal and that was it for the day. And then other days, like I'll have two meals a day. It really just depends. Like if I didn't train that day, I'm not hungry. Like I'll eat my one meal and I'm good. And it's not even a huge meal. Like my meal on Sunday was two eggs, my protein donut and one little protein ball. That's it. And that filled me up for the entire day. So you get used to it. Your stomach literally like shrinks um, on the outside apparently and like literally on the inside. Like you're just not as hungry. So if you've never tried intermittent fasting, I used to be so against it. And I was like, why are you fasting? That is so fucking stupid. Like you need to eat, do your, do your fucking meals. And like, nah, it's actually awesome. I have more energy. I'm not like sluggish throughout the day because like some of the food you eat isn't always like helpful to your body. I mean, granted, if you're eating healthy, then it is helpful to your body. But even so, sometimes you're just overeating and you're too full and then you're sluggish throughout the day. So like I never feel bloated. I never feel over full. I'm just like I'm comfortable. And that's that's the goal. So 10 out of 10 recommended in fasting if you have not tried it. You can do some research on it. Um, One time I'm going to have a guest on here who knows a lot about intermittent fasting and he will really break down like what it does to your body, but it's awesome. So you should definitely give it a try. If you have any questions about it, you can shoot me a DM or something on Instagram and um, I'll be happy to assist. So other than eating, I've also been training differently. So as you guys know, I've been working with personal trainer for a while now, like a few months maybe like four or five months and I love him. We do like literally it's all lower body, but it's like, it's very different training style. So it's very much like high reps, always doing supersets. It's more of like, not like a hit style workout, but kind of like I am drenched in sweat by the end of it. It's not your typical, like three sets of 10 rest, four sets of 10 here. Okay. Three sets of 10, you know, like chest press, then flies. It's not stuff like that. Like you're incorporating almost your whole body in like all the movements. You're really sweating. You're really working. And I love that. And it's, that's why I work with a trainer because sometimes it's tough to push yourself like that by yourself. So I love having someone to be able to push me and check my form and be like, lower, you got this. So I like that. Um, so those style of training is kind of what I'm more doing. Like I have really, and this is crazy, absolutely wild. Are you ready? I have stepped back from just like, lifting. So it's not like I'm going in and I'm like, okay, today's chest and tries, tomorrow's back and buys. These are hamstrings. Like I have kind of stopped that and stepped back from that. Obviously, as I already spoke about, I'm doing a lot of classes now. So a lot of full body stuff. It is a lot of cardio, some of it. So more so that. And then my training sessions, which are more like high energy, not heavy lifting, but like lighter, high reps lifting. 
And then when I go in on my own, I tend to focus more on upper body because we do so much lower body in my training sessions. But even so, it's like 15 to 20 reps. It's super setting. It's going quickly. It's not like your typical heavy lifting. And I try to more do like full body, never just like, okay, here's chest and tries. Like I'm doing like my whole upper body, like burpees and, you know, things that incorporate your core and just trying to like switch it up a lot. And honestly, it is making a huge freaking difference. Like I've been dropping pounds. I've been losing inches on my waist. Like as you guys have seen, like on my social media, cause a lot of you guys have been messaging me about it. Like I'm just slimming down. And honestly, that's what I was going for. Sometimes I'm looking to like build muscle and go for that kind of thing. But right now I'm more interested in just kind of slimming down and thinning a bit. Um, so that is what's been really working for me as well as making sure I get enough sleep because I know it's so easy to be like, eh, six hours is enough, but no, it's fucking not, bitch. So let's try and get eight hours every single night. Not every night I do eight hours, okay? Sometimes there's the occasional like, okay, I have to skimp on my sleep just a bit here. But typically I am not allowing that anymore. Like nine out of 10 times I am like, okay, eight hours of sleep, we got this. Um, now that was not exactly a good example in Nashville because I did not sleep like at all, but that's, that's beside the point when you're on a trip, it's a little different. Okay. But I also came back like three pounds lighter from that trip because I was doing it right. If y'all listened to my eight tips to travel and not gain weight podcast, that is how I did it. Yeah. And it's all very exciting things. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, Give it a listen because I did great with that, all those tips, and I kept true to them in Nashville. All right. So, like I said today, that's enough about me. Well, actually, this whole podcast is kind of about me because you guys all asked me questions, and I am now going to answer them. Okay. So, see all. I'm literally, if you guys are on. YouTube, I'm opening up my phone right now and I am just going to the Q&A box and we're just going to start. Okay, so here we go. Now, first question I am going to answer is from my best friend. Okay, so I'm not going to name everyone, but I'm going to name this this girl, Marcella. (laughs) She's my bestie. All right, she said, what are you most looking forward to for our finally first trip? Okay, so me and her are taking a girl's trip. We're going to the Bahamas um, in October. October 20th is the weekend. It was literally like spur of the moment. We're like, hey, want to go to the Bahamas? Yeah, let's go. And then she booked it. She's the girly who plans everything, and I'm the girly who shows up. (laughs) That's how it always works with us. She gets the hotels, and I just Venmo it to her. So she's crazy, though. She, like, travels the world all by herself. I don't know how she does it. Like right now she's overseas. She's in Europe for like two weeks. And I was like, is this a solo trip? And she's like, duh. I'm like, oh my God. Like, how do you do that? She goes to Mexico by herself. She goes to Brazil. I mean, she goes everywhere and she goes by herself all the time. Sometimes her parents will go with her, but a lot of times she travels alone and she is amazing at it. So if you ever need travel tips, hit her up. She's all over my page. You'll see her. But I think what I'm looking forward to most is dancing on tables in the Bahamas. (laughs) That's like our thing. 
when we go. A lot of the times, it's the wharf in Fort Lauderdale. But we always get on the tables. Security guards. Well, we were going there, like, literally every weekend at one point. And the security guards literally knew us, like, knew our name. Right when we came in, they would just give us the VIP section just because we were there all the time and they loved us. But they would also try and get us down from the tables. And Marcella is like, nah, bitch. And she just gets right up there. It's so funny. One time I was on the table and one of our favorite security guards, her name is, his name is Gary. He like was trying to get me down and I literally just straddled him <laughs> and he carried me around and I was like, Woo! that's the kind of, that's the kind of fun that we have. I will not be straddling any security guards in the Bahamas because I don't know them like that. But dancing on the tables and honestly, just like having a whole weekend, just the two of us, just be able to like talk and chill and not worry about anything. Like I can't turn off my phone because I will have to do social media and I'm trying to get into like the travel TikTok and travel Instagram game so that I can get, you know, free trips and stuff. So I want to make some travel TikTok, stuff like that. Um, but maybe I'll like airplane mode it or something. I don't know. I wish I could turn off texts and calls and just shut off from the world for a few days. So maybe we'll do that. We'll see. Okay. Someone else said, what is your biggest accomplishment this far? Oh my gosh. That is so difficult because it's like, I could go a bunch of different ways. Like in the social media game, my biggest accomplishment is I mean it's just gathering like the following that I do have um you know once I hit one million on TikTok like that was a huge accomplishment for me and I was excited um you'll learn you know if you're in the industry and you're in social media and you're trying to gain a following once you get one following number that you were trying to get like you're not like oh okay cool I'm good now like you're just you're pushing for more constantly so although that was a big accomplishment like there's so much more to grow But, I mean, it opened up so many doors for me. It opened up so many collaboration opportunities. I've met some amazing people along the way. And just hitting that one million mark really does make, like, a big difference in, you know, how much you can charge for an ad. So how much extra money I can make on the side and how, like, my reach to reaching other people. Because some of my TikToks, like, you know, some of them are just, like, me dancing and I'm just, like, having a ball. But a lot of them, you know, I'm trying to, like, create positivity on TikTok. There's a lot of negativity. So I'm just trying to show like, look, I'm not like, you know, a 119 pound little twig over here. I got curves on me and like, it's still going. We're still rocking with it and you can rock with your curves too. So I'm trying to promote that kind of thing on both Instagram and TikTok. Obviously my following is on TikTok, but I I try and promote that on both. And so hitting that 1 million mark just opened up a whole bunch of opportunities for me. Um, I would say that is the biggest, like, social media accomplishment. Um, And then as far as, like, my actual work goes, um, I've been promoted this year. And I would say I'm fairly young to be in the position that I'm in for our news station. Um, It's senior executive producer, which – so if you guys don't know what, you know, news is, because a lot of people have no idea what that title means – But basically, like, the head honcho of the news station is news director. Then we have assistant news director, which is my best friend, Taylor. Shout out to her. And then right under that, I mean, I guess would be me, senior executive producer. And then you have executive producers 
technically under me. So I help manage all the executive producers as well as the producers. I help with the talent, the reporters, anchors, all that. So I would say I'm pretty young to be in that kind of position and I'm really grateful for that. My station is amazing. I love them and they give me a lot of opportunities to learn and grow. And that's always what I'm trying to do in both careers, fitness career and my news career. I am just trying to learn and grow as a person. And it kind of like it helps me out in my personal life as well. Because the more you grow, you know, in your education, the more that you grow just as a human in general. So, like, I'm trying to learn all these new class formats and trying to learn, like, with my new agent, I'm trying to do some new stuff on TikTok and trying to grow on that and all my fitness stuff. And then also trying to grow in my professional career as well. So, I would say those are my biggest accomplishments. And in my personal life, buying my Jeep. Although I want to sell it because I'm so fucking annoyed with how much headache that Jeep has cost me. Like, literally, my transmission is brand new. I now have brand new headlights because if you listen to my last episode, you know that my headlights were stolen out of my Jeep in the Fort Lauderdale airport parking lot. Well, parking garage. But they also broke my grill, I learned. The car company called me and they were like, we also had to replace your grill. But the car company was so great. They gave me, you know, nice new headlights. They bought me a new grill and painted it for me. And then they also, like, detailed my Jeep. When I picked it up, I was like, oh, my God, thank you. I wanted to cry. Um, But so all of that. And then also my two batteries died. That was, like, in a $1,000 process. I mean, the Jeep has just brought me headaches. It is, like, a toxic relationship that, like, you want to be in because you love it so much. But you also know you shouldn't have it. But... Regardless, it's still my biggest biggest accomplishment because that was my dream car, and I bought it at 28 years old. So, boom. We'll see if I keep it, but... Okay, Um, next question. What size shoe are you? This is so funny because I know everyone's probably like, ew, what a gross guy, but this is one of my girls asking this. So she's just fucking around. I just thought it was funny. I'm still going to answer those. Seven and a half, sometimes seven, depends on the shoe. Okay, and seven and a half is also my ring size for those interested. Okay, advice for somebody who lacks confidence in their ability to lose weight. So this is huge. Um, It's really difficult because I was there literally like a month ago. I was like, you know, I just, I can't lose weight. It's not coming off. And like the confidence to be able to do it just wasn't there, which really like, diminishes any motivation that you have like your motivation is just out the window when you don't have the confidence in yourself to do it so as dumb as this sounds step one is to just build that confidence back up which I know is so hard but you do it by setting goals that you accomplish because once you accomplish those goals slowly and surely you're going to build that confidence back up and that's what I did I was like okay I want to lose one pound within the next two weeks And I did it. I was like, okay, okay. And like, you need to set smart goals. So again, I did this in another podcast episode. So if you haven't listened to it, you need to go back. But I did tips to, um, I think it was, shit, what was it called? You see, this is my memory for you. Ah, it was like tips for healthy habits. There we go. I need a manager. Good God. So it was healthy habits. And in those healthy habits, I went over like setting smart goals. So make sure you listen to that. 
but you need to set something that's like reachable an attainable measurable goal like something of I will run one mile tomorrow boom and then when you hit that goal boom you did it you feel confident in yourself because you did it even if it's I will walk two miles tomorrow whatever it is make something that can happen in a timely manner and again so that it's measurable and attainable and so when you complete that goal it's like a checkoff and you're like okay I feel confident so setting those goals and reaching those goals is going to help you get the confidence back and then you can just start really relying on your discipline I so many times don't have motivation to do things a lot of it is just my discipline I've disciplined myself to have a routine to stick to it and to not give up so once you start feeling that confidence back up schedule yourself what you want to do each week you know three walks a week three runs a week whatever it is four lifting sessions schedule in like okay I'm going to try intermittent fasting this week and try that out whatever it is discipline yourself to stick to your schedule once you start gaining that confidence back okay hope that helped um let's see Do you wet your toothbrush before you put toothpaste on it or after? So I thought this one was so funny because apparently the way I do it is like super rare. But I put my toothpaste on and then I wet it. I know. Apparently a lot of people wet their toothbrush and then put toothpaste on it. But whatever the case is, that's the way I do it. And you know what? I'm also left-handed, so I'm more crafty and creative, so maybe y'all should stick to my way. Someone also in my DMs was like, okay, would you put the milk in or the cereal first? And I'm also a girl who puts the milk in first. But to be fair, it's because I take the cereal box with me over to the couch. That way the milk is already full, and once I'm out of cereal, I could just keep adding it in. If you add the cereal first, you don't have enough room to add all the milk you want. (laughs) Okay. That's why. Also, I like can't laugh today because if I laugh, I start coughing. So I'm trying not to make myself laugh. But as y'all know, I find myself hilarious. So let's move on. Okay, this is the weirdest question. Okay, I'm going to read it and then I'll explain. Would you try an exotic food such as Rocky Mountain oysters? And when I first read it, I was like, I don't even know what the hell that is, but like probably not. And then one of my coworkers comes up to me and he's like, because he was watching my story and I shared that question on my story and he's like, Brogan, do you know what Rocky Mountain oysters are? And I'm like, no. And he tells me what they are. Apparently, they are bull testicles. So I was like, well, thank fucking Jesus. I was going to say no anyway, but what? So no is my answer. I'm not the girly who's going to be eating a spider or like sugar-coated beetle. Like, ugh, no, not doing that. I have no, no want. I don't even like oysters. So... Rocky Mountain oysters didn't sound appealing to me in the first place. And then once I found out what they really are, they definitely didn't sound appealing. So I don't know if I'm alone in that, but like, I mean, people do try some weird stuff, but it ain't going to be me. Okay, fave brunch cocktail. So I used to hate Bloody Marys, but now, now they're a thing. (sighs) Sorry, deep breath, starting cough. Okay, so the one thing is like, as I've said before on this podcast, I don't do spicy can't do it. So I always have to make sure that it's like not too spicy. And if it is, I just make them water it down. I'm like, please don't add hot sauce. None of that. Basically just tomato juice. Thank you. Um, 
but I really have learned to love Bloody Marys. They're so freaking good as long as they're not too spicy. And mimosas, like, are just too tangy, I guess is the word I'm looking for, because they always give me, like, canker sores on my mouth after. It's just, it's not a good time. I get, like, canker sores if I have anything, like, cinnamon gum. I'm, like, allergic to that. If I have too much orange juice, same thing, like, which is why mimosas. It's just so acidic-y. That's the word I was looking for. Okay, y'all, I've been holding in a cough forever, but stand by. <coughs> I know, it sounds so fun. Mm. Okay, a little bit of water, a little cough, we're good. <clears throat> 10 out of 10, do not recommend. I think I have bronchitis. Yeah, I don't recommend getting that, it's not fun. Okay, someone said, which dog is your favorite and why? I cannot answer this question. I love them both equally. They're both so amazing. Like, Rico is just the sweetest, goodest little boy ever. I'm looking at him right now outside. He's just in the grass. He's just so sweet. He's my little rescue pup. I've had him for, my God, like five years now. Crazy. And I love him. And it was just him and I for a really long time. And he got me through some crap. So I love him. And then Ryder is just a little fucking terror. I know it sounds like I don't love him, but I love him too because he's just so goofy and wild and he's actually really starting to calm down and like cuddle. And it's just, oh, he's just the sweetest little thing. And he just loves you. Like he just wants to be around you. And I just love that. I think it's so sweet. And they are, they're ragging their tails at me. I'm babies. Okay. So no, I ain't, I ain't picking one. I love them both. Best way to lose weight as a man who weighs 400 pounds that doesn't like to work out at gyms. So this is perfectly okay. A lot of people, especially people who feel that they're overweight, don't want to step into a gym because they feel judged, which is completely understandable. And you don't need to go to the gym to lose weight. You don't. You can do it a ton of ways. First things first, make sure that your diet is in in control and in check. Next, just start taking walks. Literally just walk every day. Like I would like to say a good walking time is like an hour. If that's something that you don't think you can do just yet, start smaller and work your way up to where you're comfortable walking for an hour. Put on a podcast and walk or music, whatever you want. And once you get comfortable walking, and you feel like, okay, I could do this, and then you're walking for an hour and you're feeling good, maybe grab a pair of dumbbells from Target or Walmart or Amazon and start small with just some little simple workouts. But just starting is the main point. You just want to get started however you can. Okay, IUD removal update. So this is one where, like I said, I think that I've been dropping weight ever since I got it off, which are out, which is great. But my moods have been better. My periods are like, you know, three to four days. They're not 10 days like they were. It's not like uncontrollable bleeding like it was. Sorry if you're a guy listening to this. It's going to be nasty for like 30 seconds. Um, my cramps used to have me like on hands and knees every single month. Now they're like completely manageable. They're not even horrible. I've been sleeping better. The brain fog is gone. I mean, just so many things for me. And again, an IUD might be the answer for you. Everybody is different. But for me, the answer was getting it out. So nothing but amazing things. If you have an IUD and you feel like maybe it's triggering something in your body, just get it out. 
I mean, those painful shooting bloating cramps that I used to get and like my stomach would look pregnant every day have not had that since. So it has made literally all the difference in the world getting it out. Okay. Um, let's see. How do you, um, oh, hold on. I read the wrong question. Oh, here we go. Which Kyle did you like better? (laughs) So she also said, don't answer this. I'm just fucking with you. I'm definitely going to answer because I think it's hilarious. So I dated two Kyles. Kyle number one, I dated for like four, four years. He was like, you know, love my life from college and after. (coughs) Sorry. And then I dated another Kyle. The other Kyle was actually right after Kyle number one. And that Kyle I dated for like less than a year. So first Kyle, we dated all through college. He went to law school. We dated all through that. And then we lived together for a bit after he got done with law school. So we were long distance. Well, long distance. I was in Orlando. He was in Gainesville for a while. And then we started, you know, being in the same town and living together. And I was young and stupid and we were getting close to like, you know, probably engagement and I like freaked out and, and left and was an idiot. And Kyle number two, uh, I dated like probably two years after that and we were dating for a few months and I actually got my job in West Palm and had nowhere to live and moved in with him stupidly and got real sick of that real fucking quick. (coughs) And so I left. Um, so both of them, yeah, but obviously Kyle number one was my favorite because I dated him forever and I mean, we were best friends and like, you know, it's like you'll always have love for someone like that when you date that long. Um, so boom, I answered it. Um, let's see, next question. Tips to combat travel bloat besides drugs. (laughs) Yeah, don't do drugs. Um... So this one is simple. Take a walk. Walking is super helpful to get rid of bloat. I learned that as I dealt with bloating literally every single day. Um, so walk as much as you can. Drink a lot of water. I know that sounds dumb, but drink a lot of water. And then try and like not drink those super fruity cocktails so often because those lead to a lot of bloating. That and like chips. I feel like when you go out of town, you do a lot of like salty things like chips and salsa and stuff. Try and steer clear of that because that will also super bloat you. Um, And then also you can use a heating pad. It's a lot of times you're in pain when you're bloated and that kind of helps you with the pain as well as getting rid of the bloat. And then for the final tip, I know that this sounds so stupid, but I lay on my stomach and that used to help me so much. So try that too. Okay, what supplements, if any, do you travel with? Actually, none. Um, I really don't do that many supplements anymore. Sometimes I'll have protein powder, like if I make a shake, and every now and again I'll do pre-workout. But when I'm traveling, I definitely don't need pre-workout. Or if I want to make a shake, I'll just buy protein there. And that's really it. So, yeah, no. I don't travel with any supplements. Tips on period bloat and acne. Well, I already gave the period bloat tips because 
all the bloating is all the same. Like the same tips that I just gave for travel bloating are the same ones for period. Um, acne, I really like, I never had an over problem with acne. I went through one phase where I actually did have to go to the dermatologist and take whatever those pills are that everyone has to take when they have really bad acne. I took that for like maybe a month, but luck, like I am just thanking the Jesuses, all the gods that I somehow lucked out in that field. And typically I don't have too bad of acne. A lot of times, like I will break out like one or two right before my period. But I have found that like being out in the sun, like obviously wear your sunscreen, but being out in the sun, drinking extra water, those two things really help me. So if I'm breaking out and I go get a nice little tan, like at the beach, you know, the salt water and all the sand and all that air does real well for the skin. So try and get some sun. Um, if you're in a place that's cold, then just stick with drinking a lot of water. And of course, wash your face every night, every morning. Um, don't wear makeup to the gym because it's clogging your pores. I know a lot of you guys feel self-conscious without your makeup on. And I used to be like that when I was going through my thing as well. But I can promise you, you're just going to make it worse if you wear makeup and go sweat. Okay, have you ever been to the Rolex 24-hour race in Daytona? No. Can I take you out for tacos? No. I do like tacos, though. Um, do you plan to have any kids? Yes. Yes, I do. I can't wait to have a family. Um, okay, I'm looking for, like, good questions because we're only going to do a couple more. Um, oh, here we go. <clears throat> How long did you wait before having sex with Zach, first time dating and second? Man. Uh, okay, well, the second time, I mean, the first time, I don't remember. I was in college, and it was like, you know, 10 years ago at this point. You guys can literally hear my voice going out. <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> okay. So I don't, I don't remember. Um, but the second time... Did not, did not waste a day. Did not. Nope. We, it's like recycling. We had already been there, done that. So no need to wait, really. So we didn't wait. That's the answer there. And then I guess we'll answer the question that literally everyone is asking. So is Zach still in the picture? I think I have like five questions on that in here. No, more like 10. Um, so the answer is... Yes, we are. We are still together. Um, he doesn't have social media, so posting him, you know, is a little more difficult because he doesn't have social media. Uh, we haven't, like, I went on that Nashville trip by myself. I know it looked like I was super single because I was with a bunch of guys, but that's just how it worked out. Um, the friends that I was supposed to go with backed out, and then my other friend, you know, I was still going to see, and he's like, you know, he's like my brother, Chaz. You guys all know him if you've been following me. And it just so happened all his guy friends were in town and, you know, me and Zach have a good trust and it's not like he was upset about that or anything. Like I wouldn't do anything and I know he wouldn't either. And so, you know, I know it definitely looked like I was single and on social media, that's honestly okay. Because another question in here was about your engage my engagement when I'm single versus when I'm in a relationship. And it definitely makes a huge difference. So appearing single on social media isn't the worst thing in the world, but it's mostly just me keeping my relationship a little more private. 
Um, I think that a lot of you guys have like, you know, you do like Zach a lot and you do like seeing him. So pretty soon here, I plan to start posting him again, but I just kind of wanted to take a break of posting him on social media for a bit. Um, just not really for any reason other than just kind of keeping my relationship private for a bit. Relationships are really tough. If you're in one, you know, it's not all like rainbows and sunshine every single day. And that's okay. You just have to get through those tough times together. And, you know, sometimes I just want to keep our relationship private so we can kind of get through some stuff and figure stuff out without the world watching. So that's basically it. Um, you know, nothing's going on. Nothing's horrible. Nothing, nothing like that. We're fine. We obviously still live together. Um, my dogs are basically his dogs now too. Um, so yeah, we are still together and everything is great. I just decided to keep my relationship private for a little bit. Um, I've got a lot going on fitness wise. I got a new agent classes like I've talked about on this episode here. So I'm just letting my fo- my social media focus more on that, on my fitness stuff and all of my new endeavors rather than my relationship for a bit. It will be back on there soon. Just probably not yet. Um, and then this will be the last question I answer because I thought it was funny. How do you and Zach coordinate your poops? Does he know you poop or are you five years old like me? So my friend... Apparently, I learned this yesterday about her. She is married, people. She is married. And her and her husband still pretend like she does not poop. So I thought this is hilarious. She said they're traveling right now, and she's like, it gets a little dicey when we travel. So she was, like, asking tips for, like, how I, you know, like, how do you poop in front of Zach but not? And I'm like, okay, here's tip number one, girlies. I'm sure you probably already know it, but maybe you don't. And if you don't, you should. Turn the shower on, okay? If you guys aren't comfortable enough yet to be like, hey, I'm going to go poop, leave me alone, then turn the shower on and then get in the shower when you're done. Spray that, not spray, but pour that shampoo out and let it, let those, you know, the scents get everywhere. Cover the scent if you're worried about that and like wash your body, lather it up. Again, just getting the scent out and, um, also, something about the shower on just, like, relaxes your body and allows you to actually poop. Because another thing she was saying is, like, when she's traveling, she just can't poop. And honestly, it's probably because you're so nervous about doing it in front of the person that your body just won't let you. Because I've had that before. One time I didn't poop for, like, a week because I wasn't comfortable with my boyfriend yet. And this was, like, back in high school. And I just, like, literally couldn't poop. And it was horrible. And you're like bloated and you're in pain. And so just don't do that to yourself. Just at least turn on the shower and be like, hey, I'm going to go shower. And, you know, turn some music on while you're showering for the time being. Let it out. Then shower. And then you'll be good to go. Nothing will smell. Nothing will even be a thing. If you're worried about them hearing the flusher, they won't because the shower's on. Trust me, you can rarely hear it. And if you do, then who cares? Just be like, oh, I had to pee before I hopped in the shower. And he was like, if they're like, that's a long pee, be like, I was getting undressed, taking my makeup off, washing my face, doing all the things, and then I peed and hopped in the shower. Any more questions? <laughs> Just turn it back on them. You'll be fine. Um, but that's my tip. Um, I mean, me and Zach are obviously very comfortable. Like, no, I do not like poop with the door open because that is weird to me. I don't think I will ever be on that level. But I can be on the level where I'll be like, hey, don't come in the room. I gotta poop. I'll be right back. 
Like, it's like clockwork. We're good. He, on the other hand, literally will try and, like, hold me on his lap while pooping. He's like, come here, I need you. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Like, I'll be in the shower and he'll just come in and just start pooping. I'm like, excuse me. Like, it's it's horrible. Boys are so weird. He did that to me the first time we were dating, too. Like, tried, like grabbed me and held me down on his lap while pooping. I just don't understand it. It's so effing weird. Anywho, that was the last question for today. So this was super fun. You guys got to know a lot more about me. Next week, we will have something interesting for you guys on deck. So get excited. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of Let's Weigh In. And I can't wait to hear from you all about what you guys liked this week. I love getting DMs about, you know, hey, I really enjoyed this part of your episode, or oh my god, here's how funny, because I think I'm hilarious. No, just kidding. But really, I do love your feedback, so I hope that you guys listen to this to give me some feedback about what you loved, what you hated, or if you're like, um, Brogan, you should be able to poop in front of your boyfriend, that's weird as shit. (laughs) No, just kidding, don't tell me that, because I'm going to tell you, you wild. Anywho, again, thanks for listening to this week's Let's Weigh In. Please comment, rate, review, subscribe, all the things. And I will be back next week with another episode of Let's Weigh In. For now, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye.